1: the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
4: Good afternoon. It's Monday. Welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show. I am, of course, Bill Bunkley. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Honored to have you with us this afternoon. And um, I realize that when you make a choice of where you are going to spend some of your afternoon, uh, that's just a humbling thing to uh, to me, and I just appreciate you being with us this afternoon. And of course, we're part of the Salem Media Group, and as things are getting very, very compacted between now and November the 3rd, uh, I know that I have a lot on my mind. I have a lot that I am asking the Lord about, and I know that you have a lot that you are asking the Lord about as well. Now, as always, when we come together, our phone lines are open for you. Now, if you'd like to take part in our program today, that number is the same, that it always has been 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. And we are glad that you are with us this afternoon. Well, there's a lot of things that are impacting our world today. And there are a lot of things that are quite frankly, contrary to God's will. And we are in a particular situation right here in America because, quite frankly, this nation in many areas has turned its back on the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And as I read through, I am in the book of Jeremiah right now as I am doing my annual reading through the entire Bible in a year. And so it has been the last few days that I have been reading the account by the prophet Jeremiah. And of course, we are still in the mode that I haven't moved into the New Testament with my particular reading study. So even for the last month or two, Uh, as you drill down deeper in the Old Testament and you understand the degree of repeat rebellion on behalf of the Israelites. And we're able to do a study by looking at that historical record in the Old Testament to see the parallel of as Israel became deeper and deeper in rebellion deeper and deeper in some serious sins and we're talking about moral and sexual sins and also as they began to embrace the uh, the pagan worship of baal and they adopted the child sacrifices that were part of the Baal pagan worship. And when you read it to establish some comprehension, and you just don't read it through, and then you look at the comparisons with the United States of America, it is It is alarming. It is alarming. I don't know, and you don't know, exactly what's going to happen over the next week or ten days. But I can tell you that I know that I am in deep, repetitive prayer. I am in prayer for this nation. My preference for President is Donald Trump. I think that has been abundantly clear over the last, well, since whenever... Because the president is standing on so many issues that are key in scripture. And it's called policy. Now, I don't know because there is a significant percentage of America that's just lost. They are in darkness, and we have such a materialistic country. It's interesting because the very materialistic blessings that America has over the last several decades, certainly since its founding in the 1700s, they have been Idols for us to forget what life is all about. A large cross-section of America rejects God. They reject that God even exists. And there's more who, some claim that they are Uh, attached to the Christian body in some fashion or another, and they have taken off on so many false uh, threads that have nothing to do with Christianity. As we go through today, I want to remind you that right now I hope that we are all asking That the Lord give us grace. Probably for no other time in American history have we drifted so far from the Lord as we are today that the only thing left for us to do is to get down on our knees. Those of us who are Orthodox Christians, those of us that know what is complete, Uh, establishment of principles are from Genesis to Revelation to know exactly what his will is. And as you have a deeper understanding of that, the more I believe you want to be in an attitude of prayer asking for mercy and grace for all of this nation. America in many sections, many subsections of the culture, they who are part of those subsections of the culture, they have treated the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as badly as the Israelites. Now, having said that, it's very important for you and I to to realize that God is always with us as his remnant. It doesn't mean we're going to be protected from hardship depending on the course that this country takes. But I tell you what, it is hallelujah good news that I am in him and that he's in me. And if you're an Orthodox Christian, if you are a follower of Christ and you accept all of his tenets, he's in you. Because they can, they can call us names, they can persecute us, they can do whatever to the body, but they can't take our soul. And they can't take away the fact that no matter what my future is, what, no matter what your future is, no matter what the future of this country is, my hope is not in this land. My primary citizenship now is in heaven. I'm a dual citizen here on earth in the United States of America. I will be true to my country. I'll be true to my republic. And I will stand with our founding fathers. We have record numbers of people who have already voted. There is a shaking, there is a stirring going on in America. The shaking began in earnest in in these last few months with the arrival of the coronavirus pandemic from China. The stirring continued as uncertainty and unknown scientific facts about this virus caused the president to make what I believe is the right decision at the time to protect America. Hindsight, looking back 2020, when we look at the real numbers of the impact, cases, hospitalizations, and deaths, Regardless of what you're seeing in the national media, and it is a campaign tactic for sure, we at this moment are not having anywhere near the horrendous epidemic fears that the quote-unquote experts told us that we need to prepare for back in February and March. Today, we have a responsibility. First of all, you need to pray. But we know that that uh, more people have either voted by mail or voted in early voting today. And tomorrow is one week from the election, but today... There is more people who have already voted since the year 2016, the last presidential election. What does that tell you? Well, it doesn't tell us the outcome, but it is a gauge of the tremendous amounts of anxiety, a tremendous amount of uncertainty, a tremendous amount of fear. Because all of those have driven a record number of people to the polls. And I hope that as we give you prayer alerts as your watchman on the wall, Lord, I just pray specifically that a majority of those votes were for the President of the United States. That's my prayer. Some of you are praying that the majority of those votes are for former Vice President Joe Biden. I understand that. I understand that completely. But right now, I ask you, this is a prayer alert, that for those of you who are our prayer warriors, would you be praying daily between now and the close of the polls a week from Tuesday, for wisdom, that people will select from the White House to the schoolhouse, that it will be a selection based on biblical values, vote the Bible, please pray, 877-943-9673, I'm Bill Bunkley. Praying for America. We'll be right back.
0: After the fact, some people wonder how they ever got themselves involved in a sinful situation. I've heard it said that if we will keep ourselves from the opportunity to sin, God will keep us from sin. The New Testament says God never allows us to be tempted beyond our ability to resist, that He will provide a way of escape. The question is, will we take the way of escape He provides? If we do, He will keep us from sin. If we don't, then we have failed to keep ourselves from opportunity to sin. So God has a part, and we have a part. This is David Jeremiah encouraging you to get on the road to new life. Discover God's ways of escape on Route 66. Route 66,
5: driving the word home. Log on to Route66life.com and get your roadmap for life. Route 66, start your journey home today.
6: What if I told you that you could start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days? You'd have every right to be skeptical, especially if you've been disappointed by joint supplements in the past that fail to give you the relief you need. So we're going to prove it to you by sending you a complimentary two-week sample of fast-acting Instaflex, the number one selling joint supplement at GNC. Instaflex is number one at GNC because it can start relieving your joint discomfort in just a few days. And right now, we're offering adults a complimentary two-week sample as part of a nationwide giveaway. Call and claim your sample today. 1-800-608-9926. Fast-acting Instaflex is great for your knees, hands, even your hips, and it starts relieving your discomfort in just a few days. Instaflex is available at GNC, Rite Aid Pharmacies, and Vitamin World, but you can only get your complimentary two-week sample by calling 1-800-608-9926. Call now for your two-week Instaflex sample, 1-800-608-9926. 1-800-608-9926. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls,
7: it won't prevail. Because the God I serve
6: knows only how to triumph.
4: Welcome back. This is Bill Bunkley the Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. Hey, I want you to pay particular attention at the bottom of the hour because many of you know that uh, I am in a victory journey right now. I'm not out of the woods, but I'm claiming claiming victory and I'm claiming healing uh, after my bone marrow transplant for AML leukemia. Uh, But churches, I want to tell you, there are a lot of people in your congregations. More and more people because there's more and more people in the population. There's more and more baby boomers retiring. Cancer is front and center. I hope that you have a cancer ministry at your church. And if not, hey, be with me at the bottom of this hour, Reverend Percy McRae. He's going to be sharing about a ministry that you can incorporate in your church. The ministry is called Our Journey of Hope. I think this is critical. And I know that we have a lot going on right now with this presidential election. We have a lot going on as I urge you to vote throughout this day for what's happening in the United States Senate on that floor of the Senate. We anticipate that uh, Judge... Barrett, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, will be confirmed somewhere around at least starting at the 7.30 hour. It might be a little bit earlier. could be later. But we'll be praying about that. But I know that many of you, and what I am just asking the Lord to prompt you to do, if you are overdue on a cancer screening or an annual checkup, don't let the fear of the coronavirus keep you away, please. You need to get that check, and you need to start following whatever protocols or the peace of mind that you do not have any issues from your physical or from a cancer screening. But he'll be with us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, we're also going to have the uh, acting, uh, former acting Attorney General Matthew Whitaker And he's going to talk a little bit about these final seven or eight days or so of the Trump campaign. So he'll be with us next hour, top of the hour. Of course, I'll be talking about tonight's Amy Coney Barrett confirmation. And by the way, I'll talk about the fact that voting is heavy in Florida. Voting is heavy in Florida. And by the way, wait till I give you the report next hour. Voting is heavy everywhere, all around the country. And right now you could be voting for anyone that's standing in line here in Florida, anywhere around the country. Some of you could get together with some prayer tra- prayer chains and the polls open up at seven o'clock on the east. And they probably don't close till about uh, 10 o'clock in the West. Some of you could get together with your prayer groups, your prayer wars, and just ask for God to shed his wisdom on those that are getting ready to vote and to repeat that day in and day out until we get to uh, Election Day. Hey, you know, I like to give things away. I love it that uh, uh, we here at Salem... Love to get things away. Well, we've got a Casting Crown Sweepstakes. Right now, you can enter Casting Crown's Start Right Here Sweepstakes. Now, this is part of the release of the Casting Crown's new song, Start Right Here. And many of you may remember when Mark Hall was with me a few weeks ago, lead singer for Casting Crowns. You're going to chance, if you win this contest, you'll be with him as he personally will lead in an impacting five-day Bible study experience that will help you to be the change in your world, and you will have an amazing time doing it. Mark Hall is a pastor. Mark Hall works with the youth in his church. And I would say that's probably his number one priority. There's going to be a virtual kickoff with Mark. You can chat with Mark. He's going to introduce the study. Uh, There's going to be um, an iPad Pro that's going to be given away. There's going to be a Start Right Here journal to be given away. Mark has written several books. You're going to get a copy of each of Mark Hall's books. And how about a copy of Casting Crown's Only Jesus album? And on top of that, how about their their album, The Voice of Truth? This is the ultimate collection album. And you'll also get a Casting Crown's mug. Now, find out more about the, this sweepstakes by going to our website at LetstalkFaith.com. LetstalkFaith.com. And uh, just uh, enter in your email address there, and by the way, you can uh, re-enter day in and day out over and over and over again, all the way up until uh, the contest ends. Now, I want to ask you as well, I hope you are praying about our Heartbeat International. We have a, a campaign going on right now in partnership with Heartbeat International. As we speak during this first hour, There'll be 45 to 55 women who were call who will call their their option line their 24-hour a day hotline their option line because they need options. Why? They just found out they are pregnant, and we are exciting because that first call, that first hour, is very, very critical. It is in that first hour that a woman can make a connection with someone who cares. And by the way, it could be 1 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. And I got to tell you that uh, our trained consultants are ready to just spend some time and to help that, that woman in a crisis to work through it. Would you, uh, would you join our team this afternoon? If you would make a one-time gift of $150, that will take care of two hours of counseling. And during that time, normally there would be about 90 women who would be rescued, at least thrown a rescue line, double that with the unborn babies. And right now, I want to encourage you to call 800-999-7408. I know you've been hearing me talk about it. But I really need you to stand with me, eight hundred nine 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 seven four zero eight, And when you do, we'll double it. We have a Florida donor who's pro-life. I need you to call right now because it means four hours of counseling. It means covering the cost of reaching 180 women, minimum. Would you call right now, $150, the gift, 800-999-7408, Let's Talk Faith Let's Talk Faith Reverend Percy McCrae next on our journey of hope.
8: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Senate set to confirm Amy Cody Barrett to the Supreme Court. Republicans expected to overpower Democratic opposition. And vote this evening to confirm President Trump's nominee, Barrett, would be the president's third Supreme Court justice. President Trump's son-in-law and senior advisor, Jared Kushner, says the president wants to help black people succeed, but they have to want to be successful for the policies to work. Kushner said on Fox and Friends that black people mostly Democrats, but are starting to see that the president's policies can help them solve problems they have complained about for years. A strengthening tropical storm Zeta, expected to become a hurricane as it head towards Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula, and could make landfall on the central U.S. Gulf Coast at midweek. This is S R N News. Let's say you.
5: Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to embrace
0: its morality. We're embarrassed. It's not politically correct. Somebody might ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him.
5: Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8, on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910.
2: When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation. Our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth.
10: This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make.
2: You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life. There is no personhood under law. We don't have that in this country with divided hearts of america you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy healing and real hope be part of the change and watch divided hearts of america go to salemnow.com to purchase Go to SalemNow.com to purchase.
11: Use promo code Tampa for 20% off That's SalemNow.com. Promo code Tampa. Take Faith Talk, AM570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's TalkFaith.com, Alexa, tune in, iHeart and at radio.com.
12: The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within. Over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines.
13: For your strength. And my story isn't over. My story's just begun. And fail, you won't define me, because that's what my father does. Amen. Come on. Say fail, you won't define me, because
4: that's what my father does. We're back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And, and you know, as we listen to that last chorus... Many of you are on a journey. In fact, we're all on a journey. But many of you can relate to to me. You know, I've been on my journey since I got that call in Tallahassee, March, April of 2017. And when I learned after a week of testing that out of nowhere, nowhere, no previous existing condition with any of my family members, I was diagnosed with AML leukemia. And those of you who have been praying for me for all these years and been part of our program here, thank you so much. And, and you know, after the bone marrow transplant and even what I'm dealing with today, because I still have issues even within the last 24 hours, I want to tell you that if you have had cancer, please listen very carefully, because this is a ministry I want you to consider for your church. And if you haven't been diagnosed with cancer, you never know what the future may have, but we certainly would pray against that. But many of you know someone who have cancer. So I want you to think about the discussion with my next guest about what he is offering for your church, the Reverend Percy McCrae. He has pastored for nearly 30 years. And I tell you what, a 30-year pastor has just a little bit of experience. He's got 20 years of that time experience in a cancer care ministry. He, too, is a cancer survivor himself. And as he has survived, you know, we learn things in our journey. And now he's been called of God, been called of God. He's the director of faith-based programs at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Uh, But what he's here today about is to talk about a program the program is called "Our Journey of Hope," and I want to bring in uh, Reverend McRae to talk about that. Uh, it is so great to have you with us this afternoon.
14: Well, thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure to be with here, be with you and your listening audience. Thank you, sir.
4: Well, as we all know that uh, God has plans for our lives, we have different journeys, and I thank you that. Uh, I don't know what your cancer was, but uh, you've been restored and you have been ministering and you have that platform. Tell us a little bit about how this is transformed and bring us to this ministry opportunity for our journey of hope.
14: Absolutely. Yeah, I uh, was diagnosed two years ago with uh, early stage one colon cancer. And uh, thank goodness that I uh, listened to my body and paid attention to symptoms and uh, went in and... Uh, Received the screening and sure enough, was told uh, that I needed to have some surgery. So uh, I had a third, one third of my colon removed and resectioned uh, on the right side of uh, my intestinal tract. And uh, I am doing well. I have not received any chemotherapy or radiation treatments, uh, but I can uh, certainly speak to uh, the journey, if you will, of being told, being having cancer and going through that process. Really how we got here, uh, Bill, is that, you know, well over 20 plus years ago, I had an opportunity to start working at an organization called the Cancer Treatment Centers of America uh, that basically wanted to allow the the dynamic of spiritual support to be part of one of the support services, along with good clinical care, uh, to be focused on for those who were people of faith and people who wanted to have... Uh, their spiritual needs supported while receiving medical treatment and care all under one roof, and not have to deal with the stigma or the ostracizing of having to figure out, you know, can we pray? Is it okay to pray? Is it okay to pray in a clinical environment? Uh, the Cancer Treatment Centers of America created a very open environment that allowed what we call whole person care. And one aspect of that is providing spiritual support. And over the years of supporting hundreds and thousands of cancer patients, I was challenged, quite frankly, by a couple of events that uh, scenarios that began to place a demand upon the fact that there was there was a missing uh, conversation within the rank and file of our local faith-based communities and our local churches, and that there was no emphasis or discussion, quite frankly, from a ministry perspective around supporting cancer patients. And what drives and is driving this conversation is the fact that according, even as we speak today, to the American Cancer Society, uh, it is estimated that one out of three people potentially will be diagnosed with uh, cancer at some point in their lifetime. And so when you start doing the numbers, uh, there's a strong and a large segment of those folks that are sitting inside of local churches that historically were never really being addressed beyond maybe someone taking a casserole uh, to them or maybe doing a little general visit, but not really digging deep into their real uh, legitimate practical needs. And so the Lord uh, basically laid on my heart to start a training ministry called Our Journey of Hope, And we have now been training local churches and faith-based leaders now for the last 15, 16 years on how to start practical cancer care ministries uh, with a didactic focus and a curriculum that will allow anyone to go back into their local church and begin to start cancer care ministry inside of their local congregation.
4: Let me give you that website. My guest this afternoon is Reverend Percy McRae. And uh, he's talking about the uh, the package that you can embrace to open a dedicated cancer uh, ministry, and I would say the right way, in your congregation. Go right now to OurJourneyOfHope.com, OurJourneyOfHope.com. You'll want to get that website uh, down because all we're going to do is scratch the surface for the few moments that we are together. Now, the truth of the matter is, uh, Reverend, that uh, – you know, sometimes churches, you know, the visitation can be hit or miss, and uh, when you get into a situation with cancer, uh, it really can do more harm to be the hit or miss than to have a purposeful uh, roadmap or a plan to to, to minister to cancer uh,
14: folks within your congregation. Talk about that. That is absolutely correct, and, and really the word that I would use to kind of uh, solidified that statement is intentional, an intentional, uh, and deliberate, uh, plan and course of action, uh, that when we are called upon as believers as Matthew 25, uh commands us that you know we should feed those that are hungry clothe the naked visit them that are in prison uh and take care of the sick we are mandated by the word of god that when we do that we and do that as unto the least of them we do this as unto god himself that we need to have some understanding we need to have some tools uh we don't need to just kind of go as you said hit and miss we need to be very deliberate very intentional and understand some some working practical uh steps that will allow that Visit or that attempt to support someone to be very uh, um, uh, committed to an execution, if you will uh cancer care is tough cancer care ministry uh requires uh some things of individuals to be understood, and in many cases, you are absolutely correct uh we can do more harm than good because we really have never been oriented or taught around some of the nuances of what the real needs are of cancer patients. As an example, you know, things that we should not say to a cancer patient. Uh, So if no one's ever told us that and taught us that, then, of course, uh, we're just shooting from the hip. And how to do an effective uh, hospital visit, as another example, these are all types of things that are part of the training and the curriculum, the free training of uh, our journey of hope that we have made available to the local faith community.
4: Again, go right now to ourjourneyofhope.com, ourjourneyofhope.com, and it is my sincere wish that you will evaluate the material. Uh, You will uh, pray about starting a cancer specific ministry in your congregation. Uh, Before I get to asking you a question about some specifics about your plan, you know, um, especially when there's a church involved, uh, Reverend McCray. Uh, what does your program say or speak to about the spouses and or the family members of the cancer um, a patient? Because, uh, for instance, I'm kind of a high-profile person, and uh, you know everybody wants to know, hey, how's Bill, how's Bill, how's Bill? When the spouse is behind the scenes and their life is uh, sometimes as much of hell as it is for the cancer patient, but, mm. yet, but yet but yeah, we don't you don't have a lot of folks say, Hey, how are you doing, spouse, or how are you doing, a child? Talk about that because uh, there's a holistic approach here and that's one of the ways where sometimes I think churches can make some mistakes with this hit and miss.
14: You are a thousand percent correct and one of the actually we have an entire chapter in the curriculum dedicated of, again, the free online virtual Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Ministry training dedicated to orienting and teaching others on how to respond and react to the caregivers. Uh, the chapter is called Caring for the Caregivers uh, and the, un- the the Forgotten care, uh, Cancer Patient, because in many cases, mentally, emotionally, and in some cases even physically, the caregivers may be uh, undergoing more stress Mm -hmm. and duress than the actual cancer patient is and all of the focus is on the patient and so we have not been taught to understand to recognize and to respond to the mental emotional and physical needs of the caregiver and of course uh most cancer patients who are surviving or going through a journey of cancer typically have not and cannot do that alone Uh, They have a caregiver somewhere, so we need to also understand the needs of the caregiver. So you are exactly right. We need to be taught and understood how to uh, react, respond, and even recognize some symptoms and telltale signs of, of uh, what's going on with the caregiver and respond to that person accordingly, uh, and in some cases maybe as much if not even more than what we may be doing with the actual cancer patients themselves. Caregivers are vital. They need to be supported as well, and we cannot forget them because cancer is a community disease. It is not an individual sport.
4: Mm. That website, go to it right now if you can, ourjourneyofhope.com, Our Journey of hope only got a couple of minutes left and we've hit on some of the highlights of the importance of a cancer ministry so let me ask you this when 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 a church downloads and begins to start going through our journey of hope at ourjourneyofhope.com uh, from the time they begin to consider it is this deep comprehensive stuff is this stuff that lay people and pastors can get their arms around him that's question one and number two uh, how long would it be before the infrastructure might be set up to actually implement from the time they start looking at your ministry, information, uh, information, the time they can actually have their ministry up and going?
14: Great question. you exactly got about right. one minute,
4: on got about one minute, so right. about 30 seconds yeah. each.
14: Yep. Yeah. So again, uh, this is really designed for the laity of the local church. Obviously, we want pastors and spiritual leaders to be in front of this and cast division. vision, but the curriculum is designed for a laity to be able to wrap their arms and their mind around the execution points, and it's all set up— and designed in a way that can be done very uh, strategically with recruitment, and then training, and then executing and rolling out the program. Everything is built into the actual training, and we have support online resources that will step people through that uh, process very and real quickly.
4: And real quickly, From how long would it take to implement?
14: From start to finish, when they graduate from the two-day session, uh, if they go back to their local church immediately, they can begin within a month, 30 days, it's, You know, depending on the aggressive nature of recruitment, uh, getting their name of their organization, and then implementing the actual training. It'll take about eight weeks uh, for them to actually train their group if they go uh, one week at a time. In some cases, people do uh, uh, double uh, sessions within a week. So, again, I would say two months right. easy if they are right, very aggressive.
4: Two months. Hey, we got a hard break, but uh, Reverend Percy McRae, thank you so much. Go right now to OurJourneyOfHope.com, OurJourneyOfHope.com. The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl, here to tell you
11: about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV, equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. Seats are covered in butter soft leather, and the hands free lift gate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss care, including lifetime oil changes, tire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. Now, the choice is simple, the choice is clear choice is here visit moss acura on north florida avenue in tampa next to moss nissan
15: Here's a better route to consider. The facilities management HVAC or electronics training program available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement they're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push the place to start salemcareerhub.com you can also call 866-711-6275 866-711-6275 or salemcareerhub.com
16: my name is Singh singguchral i am a filmmaker and an immigrant my film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system.
6: The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India.
16: I'm living in shadow. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find.
17: A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth.
16: I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America before you vote, you should watch America's Forgotten. Go
11: to SalemNow.com to buy today
18: Streaming at Let's You were the word
19: of
4: back, Bill Bunkley here, and um, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I wanted to um, have a chance, uh, because this was a very, very important topic and segment to me, I wanted to bring back, uh, he so graciously can be with us a few more moments uh, for a minute or two, the Reverend Percy McCrae, and uh, he has put together a comprehensive two-day course uh, on how your church, particularly with members of your congregation, your lay members, uh, obviously overseen by the shepherds, uh, over shepherds, the pastor, etc., etc., deacons. Uh, but if you will go to the website ourjourneyofhope.com, ourjourneyofhope.com, and bookmark uh, that particular page because um, it really has struck my heart that uh, – uh, there's enough happening uh, in cancer today that each church uh, should be trained, I believe, and uh, be specialized in that area and how to how to share. So, uh, Reverend McRae, just wanted to bring you back in uh, just for a moment or two because I can tell you that um, the, one, the last thing I wanted to do, because folks now have an idea a couple of months after taking the two-day course, they can – Shoot at the maybe getting it up running at their church, but I want you to talk to folks who may be apprehensive because I can tell you I spent so much time in the Moffitt Cancer Center. Some people are just apprehensive just to go to the hospital, much less a cancer center. Talk about that because God will give you grace and God will ultimately, through the Holy Spirit, if you know Him, He'll give you the words uh, that you should say. And this course just helps us with the sensitivity. And, uh, you know, the thoughts about uh, how to do this in such a way that's impactful, but just talk about not being fearful of uh, going into a cancer center.
14: Well, you're exactly correct, Bill. And, you know, the the old adage is, is that knowledge is power, but the scriptures tells us that my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. And part of the issue is that the reputation of cancer uh, basically has made the general person afraid of the subject to broach it, to talk about it, and to certainly look at it. And that's one of the other dynamics and intents of our journey of hope is to give people a layman's uh, insight to the working dynamics of cancer, uh, possible treatment options, and then resources and tools. That will equip and empower one to be able to look at this subject and this topic and decrease and eliminate the fear. The Bible says that we have not been given the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love and of sound power and a sound mind. And so when we align knowledge with the the giftings of the Holy Spirit, anyone can do this in this ministry. Uh, God can grace anyone to go out and be compassionate and helpful and hopeful with individuals. And when you have some specific resources and tools, just like a carpenter, it's hard to basically drive a nail if all you have is a pair of pliers. But once you get a hammer in your hand, it's amazing the type of confidence that can come because of having the right piece of equipment. And that's exactly the intent of our journey of hope, is that we are here to put the right tool in the hands of the laity so that they can go out and do the work of this ministry. And you will be amazed and surprised how God will elevate and enhance one's ability once they have been given some working and practical knowledge that will equip them to go forth and do great and mighty things. And so uh, there's no need to be afraid of cancer. We need to quit referring to cancer as the big C. Uh, That is only reserved for Christ. So we have to make a decision on who's the big C at the end of the day. Either Christ is the big C or cancer is the big C. And when we make that spiritual determination, then we can say, Lord, open my mouth and fill it and provide me with resources that will allow me to be your hands and your feet. And so here am I, Lord, send me. And we have well over 2,000 churches now that are utilizing this program across the United States, and some churches even outside of the U.S. who have dared to say, Lord, here am I, send me.
4: Again, that website is uh, ourjourneyofhope.com, ourjourneyofhope.com. And I just want to say... uh here at this moment that um i know that the people that came to see me at the height of my chemotherapy regimen, when my hair was gone uh when Mm. i was looking somewhat gaunt and uh maybe a little ashen and Mm. uh i under you know when you're when you're laying in that bed and the folks are coming in and they're loving on you but you can just see it on their faces uh, yeah. Because they remember you of a few months earlier, and and even now with my grab versus host, got some things happening with uh, some of those blotches on my skin. I just want to say that if you will take this course, and the best thing to do is just familiarize yourself with with some of the some of the cancer uh, treatments, and familiarize Correct. yourself with some photos of what that process is all about, and remember that their soul has nothing to do with their exterior got to tell you that you're a blessing when you go to to share with people. But anyway, we are out of time. Uh, Reverend Percy McRae, hey, thanks so much for being with us. Go to the website right now, ourjourneyofhope.com, ourjourneyofhope.com. My brother, thank you for this ministry, and I hope that many folks in this area will take you up on that offer.
14: Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it. And remember, we've
4: got work to do. Let's keep chopping the wood. God bless. Have a great day. You too. God bless. All right, going to take a break. When we come back, It's Confirmation Day. More of the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
19: following is a public notice for people suffering with fibromyalgia symptoms. Researchers from the University of Illinois College of Medicine have developed the first definitive blood test for the biomarkers of fibromyalgia. Those who test positive may qualify for an FDA-approved clinical trial of a breakthrough symptom-eliminating treatment. Previously, a fibromyalgia diagnosis could not be confirmed. Now, participants can have definitive confirmation of this debilitating disease. The test is covered by nearly all insurance plans, and FM Test can even arrange to have your blood test done by a licensed medical professional in the comfort and security of your own home. If you suffer from chronic fatigue, mental fogginess, or chronic pain, it may be fibromyalgia. This opportunity to get the first and only definitive test. If you test positive, you could be among the first to receive a breakthrough treatment formulated to eliminate all fibromyalgia symptoms. Space is limited, so go now to yourfmtest.com. That's yourfmtest.com, yourfmtest.com.
5: Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
8: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. At a rally in Allentown, Pennsylvania, President Trump says Joe Biden's energy policies would be a disaster for the Keystone State.
13: Biden's plan... Is an economic death sentence for Pennsylvania's energy sector. I I mean, I think you all know that.
8: And speaking on the pandemic, the president says he wants to vanquish the virus and reopen the economy.
13: We must take the virus seriously. We must keep our people safe. But we must not give in to panic and fear. They want me to say, everybody, everybody, oh, please. We don't want to do that.
8: The rally in Allentown was the first of three the president had planned for today. The Senate set to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Republicans expected to overpower Democratic opposition and both this evening to confirm President Trump's nominee. Barrett would be the president's third Supreme Court justice. Also at SRNNews.com, stocks are slumping sharply in afternoon trading on Wall Street and deepening last week's losses. Economic analyst Mark Hamrick says investors don't like the uncertainty what's going on with a stimulus deal.
20: It had been felt for quite some time that the window of political opportunity was closing as we were getting ever closer to Election Day. But now the question is, could they get something done during the lame duck session? We don't know the outcome of the election. What happens after January
8: 20th? Hamrick says it looks like Congress won't be reaching a second stimulus deal. That won't happen anytime soon.
0: I think the problem is that elected
20: officials in Washington are sort of taking uh, the game of politics more seriously than uh, their mission to serve the American people as a whole.
8: Hammer, Senior Economic Analyst at Bankrate.com. Ahead of the closing bell, all three major indexes down more than 2%. This is SRN News. Thinking about...
1: Excuse me, why don't you
2: have life insurance yet? I've got diabetes, and I know the price will be through the roof for the pre-existing condition. Well, actually, SelectQuote makes it easy to get very affordable life insurance,
12: even if you have
11: a health issue. I'm listening. You'll get quotes from some of the country's most trusted carriers. Even with your diabetes, you can get around $250,000 in insurance for as
1: little as a dollar a day.
2: That would be amazing. (laughs) What's it called again?
1: SelectQuote. Just call or go to SelectQuote.com to get your free quote. Get the
11: coverage you need at a price you can afford. Call 1-800-694-1010. Or go to SelectQuote.com today. That's 1-800-694-1010. Or SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Get full details on example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Monthly premiums vary based on health company and other factors. Not available in all states.
8: An Episcopal bishop is stepping down.
4: William Love has been under investigation by officials of the denomination because he refused to allow priests in the Diocese of Albany, New York to perform same-sex weddings. Earlier this month, an Episcopal
8: disciplinary panel ruled that Love had violated his ordination vows, and the bishop says he sees no point in appealing the verdict. Love will officially step down in February,
4: saying, quote, sexual relations between two men or two women was never part of God's plan.
8: Michael Harrington, SRN News. On Tuesday, the three congregations sharing space at Pittsburgh's Tree of Life Synagogue will mark a two-year anniversary of the attack by an anti-Semitic gunman that killed 11 worshipers. The centerpiece of the commemorations will be an online ceremony tomorrow night. It will include a performance by world-renowned cellist Yo-Yo Ma of a piece by Jewish composer Ernest Bloch. This is SRN News.
5: WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
4: We're back, Bill Bunkley here. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, Monday afternoon, part of the Salem Media Group, and we are glad that you're joining us uh, this afternoon all across the uh, with central florida well we are getting down to the final week before election day now that doesn't mean we're going to know the results on election night in fact i'm uh I, i'm a I'm very dubious that that's even going to be close now one thing that you could do is that uh if uh president trump supporters get out there and absolutely run the whole thing because the um the old-style pollsters don't know how to run polls again. And, by the way, if they get it wrong this election, which I think they were, I think they got to throw the whole polling thing out the window because it just doesn't work with all the modern technology, uh, the cancel culture. Uh, people who, uh, you know, use their phones, they're not going to pick up any unknown phone calls, no home phones to call. You get it. So uh, I'm still feeling pretty good. But, hey, by the way, we got breaking news the Biden man—he was—he was out of the cellar. I just saw him. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Pucks of Honey Phil. You know, he was seen in Chester, Pennsylvania, just a few moments ago. So, so he's out and about. And guess what? The president is in Pennsylvania as well. And so, as things are heating up, uh, we have in Florida virtual crisscross tours. For the president, that's going on in all the battleground states. And this afternoon, we want to talk about the final week here. And uh, joining me as uh, one of the Trump surrogates that are out on these buses, they're fanning the entire country uh, until uh, Election Day, is uh, Matthew G. Whitaker. He is the former acting attorney general of the United States. And during his tenure as acting attorney general, The Department of Justice focused on reducing violent crime and addressing the opioid uh, epidemic. Uh, In addition to combating terror uh, department priorities, and prior to becoming the acting Attorney General, Mr. Whitaker served as Chief of Staff to Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Uh, Matthew Whitaker, good to have you with us this afternoon.
20: Hey, Bill. I'm glad to be with you today. Thanks for having me.
4: Well, you've witnessed quite a bit these last several months, and um, I just want your quick perspective. It seems like every uh, above ground, uh, below ground, swamp, whatever you call it, it seems like uh, for the changes that President Trump is set to make during his second term, all hell is broken out with those who oppose him. Talk about this, because this is an election like we've never seen.
20: It is like an election like we've never seen. And what you're seeing is the left is pouring tons of money uh, to, I guess, buy enthusiasm for a candidate that nobody really wanted uh, in their primary process. But, you know, what I saw as I've crisscrossed this country in Arizona and Iowa and Florida, Michigan, just everywhere that I've been, New Hampshire, I'm seeing just tremendous enthusiasm and excitement for Donald Trump. And his candidacy for another four years, and I really think that uh, I mean it's just it is it's so exciting to see just things like boat parades and these 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 uh, you know people just putting flags on their cars and having parades down you know Ammocally and Naples like I saw oh, this last weekend. So it's been pretty amazing to see um, what's happening all over this country in support of the president, and the left is having to just you know throw money at it hoping that they can, you know, try to, you know, get some enthusiasm going for Joe Biden.
4: Now, I've got a little background in putting together events and uh, uh, trying to make these things work. You know, oftentimes you, you you got two situations, and the situation with the Biden camp is dealing with is, you know, you've got a candidate, whether it's the White House or the schoolhouse, you're going to have an event. You usually want to gauge how many folks that you can get out, and sometimes you just have to, you know, make a call and say, hey, you know, can you just please give me a couple hours? We can't have an empty room. And then you always want to try and get a room that's smaller than the crowd that you expect. So the idea of what Biden's having to go through is probably an experience many candidates do down ballot. But I tell you, on the other hand, uh, the challenge that you guys have, It's not, uh, you know, having to make a bunch of phone calls to get people out. It's trying to figure out what to do when the people get there. And this happens three or four times a day, or it's going to happen three or four times a day. You cannot manufacture the enthusiasm that we are seeing. I want you to talk about that because this is also truly uh, a phenomenon.
20: Well, you're right. I mean, enthusiasm, people that want to travel. From wherever they are, when the president's close to go see him, is pretty amazing. I know he had a, a rally in my hometown of Des Moines uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there were people coming from all over the region—Kansas City, Omaha, and Illinois—to come see him, as well as people all over Iowa. And the, the challenge is that they're, the uh, you know, trying to fit all these people, uh, you know, in today's modern world in these outdoor venues, it, it's becoming tough. But you know, I mean, the campaign is so sophisticated. And how uh, you know they relate to everybody that signs up and and communicates with them. I just I, I I've never seen um, this type of operation, and it's you know like you said, it's, it's happening three or four times a day until election day. And this president is tireless. You know, he just keeps going. You know, from sun up till sundown campaigning and, and and making the case as only he can do as to why you know he deserves another four years. And I totally agree with him. I think what we accomplished in the first term is, uh, you know, the best is yet to come.
4: You're listening to the voice of Matthew uh, Whitaker. He's a former acting attorney general of the United States, and uh, he is part of Team Trump. What I mean by that, uh, folks with the Trump campaign uh, who are on these buses day in and day out, uh, out there being well-received by uh, these crowds, being able to uh, tell uh, the folks exactly uh, about this president and about what, uh, what is at stake in this next election, and, and also what he has already done for them. And so um, Matthew Whitaker, I uh, wanted to ask you a question about the the sophistication of this campaign. Uh, I happen to know that there are a lot of you know we have social media. And, uh, you know, our social media, quote, unquote, communication giants have really shown uh, how much that they're in the tank. And uh, there's a lot that needs to be done there. But President Trump, in addition to that, though, there's a lot more technology other than Facebook or uh, Twitter or maybe Instagram. And your campaign is doing a lot of innovative ways that it's almost like – you know the campaign is in a is in a modern you know 2020 SUV where all these posters. Uh, and by the way, I I love a nine you know I love a a 1957 truck you know for a collector's thing. But this is almost like the difference between how they're trying to rate the country in terms of uh, what these polls are reflecting, and how you guys are in a very sophisticated way reaching people that the posters can't even can't even determine or poll.
20: No, it's very true. I mean, obviously, most people, if they don't recognize a phone number, aren't going to answer their phone. A lot of folks have abandoned their their house phone. They only have cell phones. And so you have to be fairly sophisticated in how you communicate and reach these folks. And I think this this campaign has found many different ways, and it's kind of taken an all-of-the-above approach. And one of the key components, of is obviously is when people register for the, uh, you know, the rallies, is that we that, that information is captured. And then we are able to make sure we keep track of those folks, make sure they vote on election day for Donald Trump. And, you know, the, the, the data machine behind um, the campaign is really impressive. And I, I think it's going to, you know, we're going to turn out more people this year for Donald Trump than have ever voted for a Republican candidate for president. And it's very exciting. And I think we're gonna see uh, at the end of the day, I just tell your listeners to support the president not to worry because I think you know we're gonna win Florida and we're gonna win all the states that we won last time. I really feel good about it this time
4: mm. when we look at uh, the reason why people are voting and it's interesting because we've seen some clashes, but now uh you're very much uh, we're in the loop on a lot of this national violence now somehow they have uh, Uh, convince some of these liberal cities and some of the uh, anarchists and the Marxists to sort of stand down. But I think that one of the major reasons we're seeing what we're seeing in America is that, first of all, there's great hypocrisy. But when we look at the fact that people really get this cancel culture and they realize that if you're a a regular citizen, Judeo-Christian in your beliefs, and then the light comes on. Wait a minute! This cancel culture—they're talking about really canceling me. And then they see all of the, the violence that—if you put on a red, you know, hat for President Trump, you're going to get attacked. Uh, we had uh, Jews for Trump that were attacked, I think, in New York uh, yesterday or on Saturday. And they see this great intolerance. These folks are not going to speak. But when they can quietly go to their poll, and, and thank goodness we're in a country where we still have secret balloting, they can go to their poll and vote. I also know, I want you to comment on, that uh, the campaign officials uh, on the national level tell me consistently that they are they are seeing about 20% of the folks showing up for these rallies, they're Democrats. And so anyone, like in Florida, you'll see a press report, well, we had this many Republicans vote. This many Democrats vote. Now, somebody who doesn't have a lot of forward thought would think, well, that means that's Trump or Biden. No, no, no. There's a lot of Democrats voting for President Trump. So all of this together, it seems like a perfect storm for the folks that are filling your rallies and secretly going to the polls. I tell you what, the best thing that could happen is that President Trump could win by a landslide in all of these um frontline states, the battleground states, because that's going to diminish some of these lawsuits that you as an attorney know are likely to happen even right after the polls open on next Tuesday.
20: No, you're right. And you make such an insightful point, especially on the violence. I think, you know, the order went out to the anarchists and the radical leftist Joe Biden voters that were causing some of these challenges in our cities to stand you know, down and to not make an issue of civil unrest and uh, lack of law and order. I mean, Joe Biden couldn't even say the words law and order at the first debate, as the president pointed out. And, I, you know, I think you're right. I think there is a movement to the sort of, uh, you know, kind of flag-loving Democrats that are, you know, patriots and that, that love our country. They're seeing what the left stands for, and they're abandoning the party. And they know that President Trump uh, is, is doing it for the right reasons. He's going to, he, you know, he's going to save the republic. Um, consistent with what uh, Benjamin Franklin suggested, that we all have to keep the republic. Um, and so, you know, I'm I'm excited about getting this election uh, here. I think it's going to be surprise a lot of people what's going to happen. And I think you're right. You know, there are a lot of a lot of people that are crossing over to support the President uh, all over this country because they know his policies are right for America, and they're not, they're not ready to abandon what's made us great. All right.
4: Hey, got to leave it there. We got a hard break coming up, but uh, I appreciate so much someone working very hard for Team Trump. That's Matthew Whitaker, former acting attorney general of the United States. Uh, He's out with the team crisscrossing the nation on these bus tours. And uh, thank you so much, Matthew, for your insight today. Stay safe, my friend, and thank you for your service to the country.
20: All right. Thank you. Really enjoyed talking to you today.
4: God bless. Good to have you. All right, 877-943-9673. When I come back, tonight's the night, we presume, it'll be Justice Amy Coney Barrett very soon as she is going to be confirmed to the United States Supreme Court to take her seat. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
12: In you I find my worth, any who I find.
21: You pledged your life to serve, to make our country stronger, safer, more free, more equal. You worked tirelessly, made sacrifices, missed first steps and birthdays, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the setbacks endured. We see lessons applied and passion driving you upward and forward. We don't see all the masks you wear, but we hope you can set some aside. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your past, your fears, or your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see hope, a path forward, a future. We see all veterans. We see you. An opportunity to help you achieve a new mission, whatever that may be. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net.
13: Joe Biden. Faith is what has got me through difficult times in my life. I lost my wife and daughter. When my son was stage four glioblastoma, it was a matter of months. Personally for me, faith, it's all about hope and purpose and strength. And for me, my religion is just an enormous sense of solace. I go to mass and I say the rosary. I find it to be incredibly comforting. Kierkegaard said faith sees best in the dark think of all the people you know who are going through horrible things and they get up every morning and they put one foot in front of the other i marvel at people to absorb hurt and just get back up and i'm absolutely thoroughly convinced and optimistic about the prospects of this country there is nothing there is nothing we can't do i'm joe biden candidate for president and i approve this message Paid for by Biden for president.
4: Hey, we're back. I'm Bill Bunkley. Hey, I want to take a moment and I just wanted to thank you who attended our very special summit Friday night in Sarasota. I am so disappointed, to those of you listening on our news talk, AM 930, The Answer, this afternoon, our faithful from Bradenton in Sarasota, and that is because uh, I haven't missed one of these, but because of my uh, ongoing journey with my recovery from leukemia and my immune system, that's... uh, Suppressed because of some of the drugs uh, that I'm on right now in uh, in my journey. Um, as you probably know, I am uh, sequestered here at my house uh, doing the the radio show in the afternoons. And uh, not that I'm out and getting out here and there and doing a couple of things, but uh, uh, as far as an official station event, uh, the last thing that uh, well my. Uh, Uh, My station wants is for me to go somewhere, and the next thing you know, I have somehow contracted COVID-19, and then, uh, well, you know, I'm going to be off the air for a while if I have some significant symptoms, but I want to tell you, got some great reports uh, talking to Captain Matt Bruce, as well as uh, our general manager, Barb Yoder, had communicated to me as well that it was a great, great opportunity. I want to thank those of you who may be listening right now. You came in from many parts around the state to not only see our national lineup of our very, very capable talk show hosts, uh, but also uh, had an opportunity for you to be able to get a chance to see your old friend, and uh, that is Captain Matt Bruce. And he was there, and, of course, uh, Phil Grandy was there as well, getting a chance to say hello to some of his friends Um, But thank you. It was a great success. I I know that the police understand we're doing a very good job to make sure that that grand ballroom, that we had uh, no more people than we should have had, all social distancing. And I know that you got a particular treat out of that. And by the way, a lot of you got a chance to meet our newbie on the block. Now, I know they call him the kid. Now, I'm not going to call him the kid, but they called him the kid. And that is uh, Charlie Kirk. And I know that some of you got a chance to meet him. That was very special. And so while I'm at it, let me give you a uh, program um, announcement. Election Day is coming up next Tuesday. Now, I am going to pull a Joe Biden. I'll just tell you that right now. I'm coming out of my bunker. (laughs) I'm coming out of Bunk's bunker next Tuesday night. Tuesday week is the election. I'll be going to the studio that night. Captain Matt Bruce is going to be at our studios that night. Our news director, Roger Showman, is going to be at our studios that night. Because we are going to be joining our National Salem coverage. Of Decision 2020. Now, if you don't want all the spin, you might want to maybe keep your TV up, turn the sound down, and uh, turn on your radio, because you're going to be getting the real straight scoop from our national team, and then the three of us are going to give you our updates from, from not only here, but all around Florida. And those of you that were with us four years ago, you know that uh, I keep a particular eye on Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, where the president lives, as well as certain precincts over in Orlando, where we have a concentration of more of the liberal voters here in Florida. And so if you want to have an up-to-date, comprehensive analysis, we'll be starting at 7 o'clock next Tuesday night. And we'll be going back and forth to our natu- uh, national coverage and our local coverage. And uh, I'm going to be coming out of uh, Bunk's Bunker. And uh, at, that, at, ti- at that time in the evening, there's not a lot of people at the station. There's not a lot of coming and going. And uh, Joe Weaver is, uh, I don't know what they're going to do, but he's assured me that uh, the studio that I'll be operating in will, uh, will be exceptionally ready to go. Uh, so I'm looking forward just to, uh, to, you know, to just get back to the station, at least for a very short time, uh, and to be in the studio. I've been in for the most of my 15 years uh, with Salem Radio, with my anniversary coming up. may not be quite 15 years yet. Uh, maybe there's a date coming up in a week or two. But uh, I hope that you will consider... Uh, joining us and uh, we'll tell you more you'll start hearing that as uh, we'll share some spots of that but uh it's going to be a fun night i don't know what's going to happen uh but i know that uh, the nights that i've cherished with uh roger uh, and matt it's always been a great night and who knows we may have a a, a a mystery guest host i haven't had a chance to talk about that sometimes that's part of the mix so we do want you to tune in and to have uh I have that opportunity. Now, the other thing I wanted to share with you that's very, very special, in a moment I'm going to be talking about what's happening tonight, and that is the confirmation of Judge Amy Coney Barrett. But before that, and we're trying to get Senator Cruz. He's kind of a tough rascal to get in here right now. We're trying to get him on the Bill Bunkley Show because through our sister organization under uh, Salem at Regnery Publishing, He's uh, released two weeks, three weeks ago his brand new book, wrote this before Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. It's called One Vote Away, How a Simple Supreme Court Seat Could Change History. Now, I have five total copies of this to give away at the end of the month. Two of those copies are signed by the one, the only, the Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, We have three other copies to give away. You can go to our website right now, theanswersarasota.com, theanswersarasota.com. Click on that link for his book, and when you go there, enter in your email address, and your name is in the hat. And I want to tell you that you can put your name in every day to the end of the month, and you can also do it on one of our social media platforms here for Salem Media here in Central Florida, West Central Florida. And uh, the more times you put your name in the hat, the more times that you might have a chance to win. Now, I want to tell you this is a great read. Now, remember that Ted Cruz was writing, and by the way, uh, he has, um, uh, he has uh, uh, been before the court in terms of, uh, of a lawyer for the state of Texas, so he's practiced before the Supreme Court. He understands the court process, and uh, uh, he, he, he wrote this book getting us ready that if Trump, President Trump, would were to be reelected and he would have another pick, what one vote away would mean. So when you read this book, you're already going to know from a comfort level as a conservative or a social conservative or a Christ follower that, uh, well, that step is already taken. But then you want to drill down on this book to understand what her confirmation on the court is all about. So we come back, we'll talk about that. Plus, we'll talk about this massive turnout, not only in Florida, but around the nation. And guess what? I have the phone lines open at 877-943-9673. You can join the conversation. I'll be right back.
8: SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Senate is sent to confirm Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Barrett would be the president's third Supreme Court justice. A fast-moving wildfire has forced evacuations for 60,000 people in Southern California. As powerful winds across the state prompted power to be cut to hundreds of thousands to prevent utility equipment from sparking new blazes. The smoky fire in Orange County broke out just before 7 a.m. local time, and quickly threatened neighborhoods in Irvine. It's not clear what started that fire. Sales of new homes fell by 3.5% in September. The Commerce Department says despite the modest decrease, sales of new homes are up 32.1% from a year earlier. Sharp losses on Wall Street. The Dow off 650 points. The NASDAQ down 189, and the S&P fell 64. This is SRN News. Thinking
6: Hiring can be challenging, but ZipRecruiter makes it fast and easy. We talked to
13: Monica Starks,
6: who needed to hire for a pivotal role at her company, GS Group.
13: As the owner of a construction company, finding the right people is a very difficult task, so I use ZipRecruiter.
6: ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology identifies the right people for your job and actively invites them to apply, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. Monica did, and that's how she found Lamont, her new project superintendent. The job is so
13: perfect for me. I had a career breakthrough. I would have never found this job if it wasn't for ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, we've hired everyone from accountants to project managers to field scientists. With ZipRecruiter, we get hiring results. See why four out of five
6: employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
10: This is Jerry Boyer of Townhall Finance for townhall.com. The Obama administration was once defined by low growth and high spending. When Obama took office, our debt to GDP ratio was around 90%. Today, it has passed 105%. While high debt is always a risk, you can to some extent outrun it with high growth. Under President Trump, while spending increased, it was partially offset by relatively high growth. The Obama years were bad for our economy. But our debt was low enough that we were able to avoid economic collapse. Neither of these would be the case under a Biden administration. Our total national debt is higher than ever in peacetime, and Biden's plan will only raise it dramatically further. He's proposing over $5 trillion in new spending and the largest tax increase in 70 years. Low growth, high debt, and a growing tax burden. That's a very dangerous combination. And that's exactly what we should expect from a Biden presidency. We'll Don't miss the virtual 2020 YMCA of Greater St. Petersburg
7: Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, an inspirational online event bringing our community together. Join us for prayer with local faith leaders and an inspiring message by Dr. Rick Rigsby. Mark your calendar for the YMCA Mayor's Prayer Breakfast, Tuesday, November 10th at 8 a.m. And watch from the comfort of your own home or office. Register today at stpetymca.org slash prayer breakfast. That's stpetymca.org slash prayer
11: breakfast.
13: You
6: took the blindfold
4: off of my eyes. It's been a little
6: bit painful working through, confronting
4: my issues. But I'm finding freedom and letting go. Because you Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. We're here for you. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. Well, I tell you what, the Democrats are going crazy. They knew several weeks ago this day was going to come in the United States Senate. And, of course, I'm talking about Senate Democrats. And I want to tell you, it is ugly, ugly right now up in, uh, up, up in the beltway at the Capitol on the Senate side of the complex. And I want to tell you what, I want to share a little bit about what this Supreme Court confirmation today is going to mean. Now, the Democrats were at it last night. They're at it again. Now, obviously, they are not happy campers. They've been able to manipulate the United States Supreme Court for decades. Decades. With their philosophy that justices can take matters into their own hands, justices can decide to create new constitutional protections, and they've been pretty comfortable with what they've been able to do for a long, long time. Now, that train has pulled into the station, and at least for the time being, it's not going to pull out. The Democrats in the Senate are protesting. Senate Republicans are gleeful. Tons of accolades. And the person at the center of the storm, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. I still believe that sometime around the 730 hour, you can believe that I'll be watching live, will be the moment that this particular round will be completed. Because tonight she's going to be confirmed to sit on the United States Supreme Court. What I don't know, what I don't know, and it was because I was busy researching some other things where it came on the air. I don't know if we're going to have a quick ceremony in a day or so. I don't know if she's going to go directly to the White House uh, to be sworn in. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I know tonight the curtain's going to fall, at least on this act. There are more acts that could follow. Now, what you're going to see tonight is the Republican members are going to vote to confirm Judge Barrett. No Democrat senators are going to support her nomination. And I'd like to give you a little history lesson. I'd like to tell you how radical and how subversive the Democrats have moved to in the Senate, and of course it goes without saying, in the United States House of Representatives. I just got to tell it like it is, my friends. In the past the politicization of the courts was very hidden. You couldn't even hint that that might be a motivation on the lips of a senator or a House member. Never was that ever even whispered about. But we know what goes on behind closed doors. And we know how what has been hidden behind the curtains is now right out on Main Street. Let me give you an example. Let's look at a couple of past justices. Not too long ago either. Because what's going to happen tonight is in sharp contrast to the past, hear me carefully, Supermajority. Supermajority bipartisan votes. That's right. Votes that confirm two of our previous justices, who I might say could not be any diametrically opposed in their judicial philosophies. Judge Barrett won't get a single Democrat vote tonight. But Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, when her final vote came around, and by the way, it was a very, very short time period as well, similar to this time period, you know what that vote was? 96 to 3. 96 to 3. Now, when she was up for her confirmation, conservatives knew. I mean, she was a main, main actor at the ACLU. I mean, everything she did in her life was, was definitely left-wing left wing, liberal philosophy and basis. I handed it to her. She, is, she was converted, converted. She was committed, and didn't mind you knowing about it. I'm okay with that. But, look, the president had a right to nominate. The Senate had the right to look to see if there were any issues in her life that would prove to them to be not on the level of a Supreme Court justice. And what did they do? They set aside philosophy. Not happening today. Dangerous. These are dangerous waters especially when I talk about packing the court in just a moment. Now, let's take another one. I told you I had to. Some of you may remember a justice. Let's see. His name was Antonin Scalia. That's right, Antonin Antonin Scalia. He could not be any more on the opposite end of the spectrum than Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg in their judicial philosophy. Oh, the vote gets better. Again, no Democrats will vote against, will vote for Judge Amy Coney Barrett. And by the way, if they're not on a microphone, I've heard from the Senate colleagues, they know she is ultra, super qualified. But it's in that super qualification that they fear her the most. But guess what? Justice Scalia, are you ready for this? That right-wing radical justice? Well, when his name left the Supreme Court, are you ready for this? He was confirmed 98 to nothing. 98 to nothing. You know what this vote will single tonight? And I hope this signal will be read by you loud and clear. This is step one of the politicization of the Supreme Court. This is going to soil, soil badly the intent of our founding fathers. And they're making threats today if the Democrats in the future were to pack this court, they do that, by now we have nine justices. Let's say if they win the White House, the Senate, House, and they decide to change the law to expand the court to 15 justices. They will then go out and get six liberal justices to form a majority on the court. And they believe that they'll be able to keep that majority on the court for for decades and decades. Therefore, trumping, pardon the pun, the United States Congress, the true legislative body. Now, let me tell you, if they do that, you now have two legislatures. You have the legislature of the Congress. You have the U.S. House and the U.S. Senate. But I will tell you that if they pack the court, they're going to do what they've done for the last few decades they're going to make the supreme court a parallel legislative body their judges will decide the elites they will decide how you're going to live my friends that is one of the one of the key important issues of this election. I can't tell you how wrong that is, how anti-American that is. If you don't win fair and square, we're going to rig the rules. Is that what you teach your kids? Is that how you play board games with your kids? Of course not. There's nothing, there's nothing about character or integrity in that. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You'll hear this tomorrow, Might something to think about. Uh, when that happens, effectively, they would be blowing up the constitutional balance of powers. They'll blow it up. Now, how about Senator Blumenthal? Now, the Democrats have been taking their shots on the Senate floor, obviously. Senator Blumenthal issued a nonspecific threat, a nonspecific warning of, quote, consequences, unquote, if Republicans move ahead with the confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett. He was one of a parade of these senators who came to the floor Sunday night, Monday morning. He bloviated for over 40 minutes. He talked about, well, health care, abortion. But two times during the 40 minutes of hot air, Senator B. alluded to potential retaliation. Retaliation for Senate Democrats. If she is seated on the high court. He said, and I quote, there are inevitably consequences. When one breaks his word to his... Breaks his or her word to others. If you remember, you can Google Google it yourself, Mr. Blumenthal. He had a little issue with the truth in his past. He had a little issue with getting caught with something that certainly isn't uh, becoming of a senator. And for him to be talking about one's words, a little humorous to me. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Voting is exploding in Florida the country. I'll cover that next.
16: My name is Namritha Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film America's Forgotten uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system.
6: The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India.
16: I'm living in the Channel. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find.
17: A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported
6: at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth.
16: I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution. If you care about the future of America before you vote, you should watch America's Forgotten.
11: Go to SalemNow.com to buy today. Use promo code Tampa for 20% off.
3: The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values
11: Through Media.
0: Now
3: here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas.
0: Last Thursday's debate between President Trump and Joe Biden was much better than the first one. The president knew when to hold his tongue, and so he held his own. He appeared presidential. As Peggy Noonan wrote for the Wall Street Journal, he wasn't a belligerent nut. He held himself together, controlled himself, presented opening remarks that made sense. He won. Not a dazzling win, but a win that kept him in the game. Hats off to moderator Kristen Welker of NBC News, who was fair to each candidate. Now, do you want an electric car? No. Would you like to be forced to own one? Joe Biden wants you to. Charging stations? It takes me two to three minutes to fill up my gas tank, and I can drive several hundred miles before filling up again. An electric battery lasts for a much shorter time and takes far longer to recharge. Biden said he would eliminate the oil industry. He lied about his position on fracking. His answer to every problem is to spend more money we don't have. There's new information about the corruption of his son and whether he benefited from deals with Ukraine and China. Stay tuned. More to come. I'm Cal Thomas.
3: For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, PO Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. That's PO Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal
7: Thomas Commentary. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MetaShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has a special offer and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Simply apply by October 30th, and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And, of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MetaShare is a Christian community that has shared over $4 billion in medical bills, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is, call 85590 Bible. That's 85590 Bible. 85590 Bible.
11: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's TalkFaith.com. Alexa, tune in, iHeart and at radio.com.
18: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM570 and AM910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy. Streaming at letstalkfaith.com.
4: Hey, we're back. I've got some breaking news this afternoon. And, um, you know, I hinted about this a few minutes ago only because of uh, just some things in the background and my experience. Uh, but I have some breaking news tonight. Hey, guess what? There's no Rays game tonight, so stand down. Tomorrow is, uh, you know, uh, either you win one or you're done for the Rays. So tonight there's nothing in the way. The Bucks are not on Monday Night Football. Uh, but tonight you're going to have a special treat if you're a conservative, if you're a Christ follower. Let me tell you what's going to happen with reference to the Amy Coney Barrett confirmation. Somewhere around a 7.30 hour, that's when the clock is going to have taken enough time and the Senate will be able to vote by their rules, et cetera, et cetera. The Democrats are not going to vote for her. They may not even come to the floor. It may be just all Republicans. Republicans because they'll use that in their campaign commercials the next seven or eight days, just like they'll use the empty Judiciary Committee of last week when Republicans were the only ones to vote her out. But this is going to be neat tonight. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. This broke a few moments ago from Fox News, so I can confirm it per, per, per Fox Justice Thomas will administer the official constitutional oath to Judge Amy Coney Barrett tonight if she is confirmed by the Senate. The White House has just confirmed that moments ago. Now, Justice Thomas has long been considered one of the most conservative justices on the court, along with Barrett's mentor, the late Justice Antonin Scalia. Now, this celebration tonight that will happen of her confirmation, it's not going to be a large affair. But, yes, President Trump is going to be there. There's going to be several key people that will be there, including her family. And the president said, well, it's just going to be a very nice event, quote unquote. Now, Fox reports that Trump made those comments. He called a press conference at the Lehigh Valley International Airport in Pennsylvania. Uh, he called that just before he went on that stage there, and he is doing back-to-back rallies today for his get-out-the-vote. Um, an amazing, an amazing achievement. Three. Three, And as I was just talking to Jose Cruz, producing our show today, what happens if he gets number four? Now, I will predict, I think Justice Thomas, and this is not the four he and I were talking about, I predicted before, I think if President Trump is re-elected, Justice Thomas will resign at some time. Knowing that he can be soundly replaced by the President, and we hope that we maintain our conservative numbers in the Senate. That's my personal opinion. Um, but what would happen if he got yet another chance to replace one of the more left-of-center members on the court? Could be pretty, pretty interesting. So anyway, tonight, hey, make sure you're in front of your television set. It's going to be a night, an early election victory. That's what I call this, an early election victory for President Trump. At least by the numbers of 63 conservative majority on the court. We'll see how all of that plays out. And just understand that Judge Amy Coney Barrett, she may not be all in on the marriage deal. She may not be all in on the abortion deal. She may not be all in with uh, repealing Obamacare. We just don't know. We know she's, by all indications, she's very, very much in that direction. But there's a lot of nuances to these cases, and we just don't know. But we pray. Those of us that are Christ followers, we pray. And I want to tell you, because of our relationship with Christ, we're ready no matter what happens. I'm not wringing my wrists one way or another. I very much am asking God to open the way for President Trump to have a second election. And I've called on the supporters of my program and, of course, Salem to, uh, to be in prayer for the same thing. But you know what? God is sovereign. And uh, what he decides to allow, that's what he's going to decide to allow. And you and I will, uh, will be moving forward through that. In the meantime, let me tell you, record turnout in America. Record turnout in America. And that's why I've told my audience to keep praying. Uh, And pray for the people that are voting right now, because it is pretty amazing what we are seeing all around the country. It is pretty amazing indeed. Sixty percent, they believe now, of Americans registered to vote can vote. I think there's 14.4 million. Still a lot more to go. They believe that when it's all said and done, this will be a record election for the decades. Have you voted? Are you going to vote your conservative values? Are you going to vote the Bible? Are you going to vote Bible values? It's not a personality contest. And these two candidates, top of the ticket, couldn't be any more different themselves and their platform. Jay Sekolo Live is up next. I'll be over on AM 570 and 910. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
5: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
17: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. The stock market had its worst day in a month as virus cases surge and a COVID stimulus relief bill from Washington remains nowhere in sight. With Bankrate.com, economic
0: analyst Mark Hamrick says Americans are looking forward to getting some economic help
20: there is the likelihood that some people are going to be no longer eligible for those payments.
0: Congress's prior round of supplemental unemployment benefits and other stimulus had helped to sustain sectors of the economy through the drop during the spring toward a summer rebound.
17: Correspondent George Bonzani reporting the Dow dropped below 28,000 today. Republicans and Democrats continue to debate the merits of Judge Amy Coney Barrett as the Senate moves towards a confirmation vote this evening.
9: Democrat Ron Wyden of Oregon accusing Barrett of being less forthcoming at confirmation hearings than Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who he says always said what she meant and meant what she said. We did not get that from Judge Barrett. Republican James Langford of Oklahoma says Barrett answered questions about hypothetical cases just like Ginsburg and other nominees have done.
17: They've said I'm a judge. I can't tell you how I'm going to rule on it because it has to be based on the facts of the case. It's not something I can just make up on the spot.
9: Lankford says Democrats are terrified of a judge who will follow the law. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill.
17: The White House is taking issue with Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden's criticism that the Trump administration has given up on trying to control the coronavirus pandemic.
13: No, no, he has. He's waved a white flag on life. He doesn't leave his basement. This guy doesn't leave his basement. Uh, he is... Uh, a pathetic candidate, I will tell you
1: that.
17: President Trump in Allentown, Pennsylvania, one of several battleground states he's been stumping for in the days leading up to the election. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 650 points to 27,685, the Nasdaq dropping 189, the s lower by 64. This is SRN News. Jay Farner mentioned the
18: shedding. I would vacuum the carpet three times a week. Frodo was scratching all night long, bouncing on the side of the bed, keeping me awake the whole entire night from all the scratching and chewing. It kind of makes you neurotic.
9: Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy?
18: Mounds and mounds of fur all over the place. Come
19: to Dynavite for help.
18: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E nope. dot com. If you want the dog to be healthy, you got to feed it something healthy. Dynavite is... Nutrition, The omega-3 fatty acids, flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa.
9: Our vitamins and enzymes replace the nutrients cooked out of most commercial dog
18: foods. He gobbles it up. He's not up all night scratching. His shedding is minimal, and it is such a pleasure to have my calm, relaxed, non-shedding puppy
2: back. And I have to thank Dynovite for that.
19: Don't let your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy. Come to Dynovite for help.
2: 859-428-1000. 859
18: 428
17: A Christian financial expert says investors are facing some tough sledding with the possibility of a contested election and perhaps a Biden presidency. There will be a tremendous
0: amount of uncertainty in the market, and markets hate uncertainty. What's hanging over us is the great unknown.
17: Chuck Bentley of Crown Financial Ministry says believers should get ready.
0: We need to be considering right now going into a defensive posture with our investments for most people that I know, the experts are hedging against a very significant time of uncertainty.
17: There's more advice at crown.org. Pro-family advocates are warning that if President Trump is not re-elected, transgenderism will flourish. During his four years in office, Mr. Trump has established a near-total ban on military service by transgender people and thrown the administration's support behind efforts to prevent boys from competing against girls in school sports in two states.
7: This
5: WTBN online at Let'sTalkFaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group.
13: Christ demands first place. There's no room
0: on the throne of your heart for two gods.
1: This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN.
10: Our
2: rights come from nature and God, and not from government.
0: You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around, or the true and the living God.
1: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
4: Hey, we're back. This is Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show. Our number three. We are absolutely delighted that you are back with us this afternoon. It's getting real interesting, isn't it? Real interesting. In just a couple of hours, I anticipate that we are going to have a new justice on the United States Supreme Court. If you're just joining us, let me share the breaking news that I just shared a moment ago. Very important for Christ followers. We expect the vote to come in in the United States Senate somewhere around 7.30. Could be a little before, could be a little after. Who knows if the Democrat Party has some more delaying tactics, but I think we're way beyond that. It's inevitable. So tonight, Amy Coney Barrett is going to be confirmed by the United States Senate. That in and of itself is something historical that maybe you might want to have some of your older kids watch. But then stay tuned. Because Judge Barrett is going to be sworn in tonight. That's right, tonight at the White House. Justice Clarence Thomas, now arguably with the passing of Antonin Scalia, the longest-serving and most most conservative and very long-serving justice, originalist, textualist, however you put where his opinions have come in at, he is going to be swearing in, and I'm sure it's going to be on a Bible, Justice Amy Coney Barrett. President Trump will be there at the White House. Her family will be there at the White House. Guarantee you, key upper staff aides of the president will be there. And I don't know if the vice president will be back in Washington. It wouldn't surprise me. If he's in Washington, you'll see him come over from his home at the Naval Observatory. He'll be at the White House, too. It's going to be a pretty momentous occasion. And somebody asked me, well, that means that Amy Coney Barrett will be a judge starting tomorrow. And I said, no. <laughs> I said, no. As soon as she says I do, she's going to be our sitting judge tonight. And I want to just share something. I believe, i got to be very careful here. I would not be surprised to get to heaven and realize that this was a God thing. Now, the reason why I'm being careful, every soul is precious to God. And I want to tell you that all of this has transpired because a long standing member of the court. Justice Ruth Gator Ginsburg passed away, somewhat unexpectedly. I'd say unexpectedly, except for the inner circle of her family and friends. And because there's a soul that passed away for all of the events to unfold, I want to be very careful, but I would not be surprised at God's orchestration, for us to have this conservative voice, this very faithful woman, absolutely stunningly intelligent, with a beautifully well-behaved family, A law professor who teaches other students in a way, she just has a way, according to what I've read, that of just teaching. And so we're looking at some very unsettling times, the least of which is election night, and we need to have a full court. And we also have a 6-3 conservative court. You know what that means to me? That means that we have a shot that whatever decisions have to be made, even on an emergency basis, we have a shot that they are going to be accurate decisions based on the Constitution of the United States of America. And that we now have a roadblock, if you will, we now have a dam that hopefully the legacy of the court of the last several decades of just making up constitutional law or making up a decision with absolutely flimsy backup in the supporting opinion that we will have some better determinations coming out of the court. Sometimes they'll benefit us as conservatives. And sometimes they won't. The important thing for me is how the decision was rendered. Because we do live in a society that we vote our representatives. And because of President Trump being elected to the United States, His term is not over, and because the United States Senate is still elected to their seats, the election hasn't arrived, they have performed their constitutional duty, no matter what the spin doctors say on liberal radio or liberal television or liberal cable shows. And I will tell you this, if you think for one skinny minute, now maybe I could be wrong, But if you think for one skinny minute that if the Democrat Party had the same opportunity to put in place a very solid liberal on the court, same circumstances, I just tell you I believe they do the same thing. I believe they do the exact same thing. So it's an important night tonight. The president right now is in Martinsburg, Pennsylvania. He'll be finishing up that campaign rally. He's been out all day. Joe Biden was in Chester, Pennsylvania, to a small group hour or so ago because he's out of the bunker this afternoon. But the president will return to the White House. This is going to be a truly historic occasion. And I'm going to ask you to to be praying over all of this, praying that God's will be done. I know what I'm praying for, but I know that I always pray because I am under his authority. You know, King Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he's under the authority of God the Father. We saw by his time on earth that he prayed and consulted with his father 24-7. The Holy Spirit that fills you and I if we have not quenched it. The Holy Spirit doesn't do anything apart, because the other, apart from Jesus because the Holy Spirit is under the authority of Jesus Christ. So I want you to know that I am praying what my will is. But I also pray for his will to be done. And as it is with all of my prayers, sometimes my prayers are answered quickly. I got a lot of prayers that still aren't answered. I got prayers that are part of What I believe to be is the sifting and the refining process since my cancer that the Lord is doing in my life. Got some hardships that I'm going through. But I want to tell you that we have not because we ask not. You. There are moments in your life, if not even today, you have not because you have not asked. The Lord for that prayer to be granted. I'm going to talk a little bit today because I want to talk to you who have not voted. Let me tell you that I have not voted. I was sharing with Jose, our producer. For today, I I told him, you know, usually I like to wait till Saturday or Sunday before the election. So that's this coming Saturday or Sunday. But there's an awful lot of crowds, big turnout. And since I have some flexibility, I may go vote somewhere around mid morning on Friday. After the morning rush, before the lunch rush, but I want to assure you, I'm going to vote. And I'm a kingdom voter. I'm not beholden. I'm not sold out to the Republican Party. I'm not sold out to the Democrat Party. But I am a member of the Republican Party. That is my party affiliation. I don't agree with everything the Republican Party does. But I certainly agree with the majority and especially in some of the very important biblical issues that are on the ballot. For you see, I'm not voting because I'm Republican. And I'm not voting on Donald Trump's personality. I'm not voting on Joe Biden's personality. In fact, I tell you, I have concerns about Joe Biden's cognitive state right now. And, you know, ongoing, my preference is I have not particularly appreciated the communication style at times by the president. But, you know, it's not about that. It's about policies and issues. And as a kingdom voter, I cannot vote for any candidate in one area, and there's many, who will support abortion on demand all the way through birth. I don't believe as a Christian, as an Orthodox Christian, you can vote for a person or a party that has that issue. Sorry. 877 More of my thoughts about being a kingdom voter for those who haven't voted yet.
3: And cyberspace. And I am
10: proud
1: to be a member.
3: And of I'm you. proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud
1: to protect our
3: country.
11: Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve.
21: AFreserve.com.
4: Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here. Want to remind you that we have our book of the month for you right here on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. I've got five copies to give away by the end of the month. Now, if you were with us a few days ago, you had a chance to hear the testimony of Meg Apperson. She is the author of a brand-new book, Sky Full of Stars. And this is a heartwarming testimony about a woman who became pregnant, and she has a very special child, a very special child that has required some very special care. And I want to tell you that if you are a caregiver, you could be a caregiver for a youngster, or a caregiver for one of our precious seniors. And by caregiver, I mean, moment by moment, daily care, nightly care, something that isn't a result of a surgery. No, something that is a diagnosis, that if God doesn't move, it's days that become weeks, weeks that become... Months and months that become years, and years could become decades. Maybe you're in the midst of that. And so I want to tell you, uh, it's just a remarkable book that I reviewed and had a chance to read read through. So right now, we're going to give five books away, end of the month. Two will be signed by Meg Apperson. There will be three others, five total. If you'd like to put your name in the hat, go to letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com, and register. And you can register every day until the end of the month, increasing your your, your odds to win because your name's in the hat. And I tell you what, this is just a very, very special book that I would recommend if you're a caregiver to go ahead and pick up one. And if you win, you can give that to somebody else. But that's very, very, very special, special indeed. I also want to remind you that right now, have you picking up the phone and made your commitment to take up a couple of hours for our ministry emphasis this month? It's for Heartbeat International. I need your help. We're a little bit short on where we believe we were praying and we believe God confirmed that we would be able to accomplish in our goal. If you would like to make a difference in the lives, I'm going to be really, really blunt. Your one-time gift of $150 will be doubled. Now, normally that $150 gift, when you dial and make that gift available at 800-999-7408, 800-999-7408, we have a donor who's going to double that right here in Florida. Now, normally, that would represent two hours of the counseling center's time at Heartbeat International. They have that option line, and it's just that. It gives women who are caught by surprise with, a, with an unplanned pregnancy, they panic, they don't know what to do, they call, they call the option line. It's a 24-hour-a-day hotline, manned by trained female Counselors. And right now, your two hours becomes four hours. But here is the amazing thing. And ladies, moms, I ask you to particularly don't tune me out. Listen to this. If you will give $150 right now, that's going to speak for four hours, four hours of counseling. You know what that represents in terms of women who will call? A minimum of about 180 women will call in a four-hour period. This is a nationwide ministry. It's a global ministry. You will impact 180 women because you're throwing each and every one of them a lifeline. And there's two lives at stake. It is the life of... The mom with the unplanned pregnancy. And it's the baby that's already starting to develop in her womb. We also know that 70 or 75% in that neighborhood of women who will get some immediate encouragement and some guidelines, help, direction on how to begin because there are options all the way leading up to adoption. There's options that people will help with clothes, formula. Those trained counselors will see what her point of need is. And by the way, for all the calls that go into Heartbeat International from right here, they're all going to be referred back to our local crisis pregnancy centers. Maybe you've never looked at an opportunity to support the unborn and their mothers in crisis. Think about 180 women, 70 to 75 percent, once they talk to that counselor in the initial conversation and begin talking with our local crisis Bernie Center, 70 percent will keep that baby. They will not succumb to the propaganda of Planned Parenthood. They won't succumb to the one-sided story of Planned Parenthood. Would you join me right now? I need your help. We've got Some more to go. I believe God is speaking to your heart today. I really do. I believe in divine appointments. I've been here on this radio wave too long not to see God move. Would you be part of his hands, his feet, and his heart right now? Call right now, please. $150, that's what we're asking for. Call right now, 800-999-7408. 800-999-7408. You can give also at letstalkfaith.com. We've already had one leadership gift a few days ago, but if you would consider maybe a half a day, that's a one-time gift of $900. Maybe you could take an entire day and get us real close to our goal. That's $1,800. Give what you can at $75 an hour. All contributions right now will be doubled. Even $900 becomes $18, and $1,800 becomes $3,600 because of our generous donor call right now 800-999-7408-999-800-999-7408 go to our website at letstalkfaith.com letstalkfaith.com you know dr tony evans for several weeks i think he's on part eight dr evans has been talking about being a kingdom voter I've been so thrilled with his entire preaching service at Oak Cliff Church. When I come back, I want to talk about some of the aspects of being this kingdom voter. And I'm going to talk about a sermon that he preached a few weeks ago. Kingdom voting that has to do with God and life. God and life. 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
17: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. California restaurants want state and county officials to refund more than $100 million in fees for health permits and tourism assessments that they say were charged while their businesses were shut down or partially closed because of coronavirus rules. Claims filed say governments, in what was described as a cruel twist, forced restaurants to close because of the virus, but they continued to collect fees. The establishment say they were threatened with permanent closure if they didn't pay up. A government claim is an initial step towards filing a class-action lawsuit. California officials have 45 days to respond to the claims. A bad day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 650 points to close at 27,685, the Nasdaq dropping 189, the S&P 500 lower by 64. More details at srnnews.com.
2: J- When does a person get rights? When a person is a person. All across our nation, our nation is divided. In our homes, in social media, everywhere you turn. But what is at the heart of this division? In the new movie Divided Hearts of America, Super Bowl champion and executive producer Benjamin Watson searches for the truth.
10: This is one of the worst possible choices that any woman and her family has to make.
2: You'll discover why the most polarizing debate of this century boils down to the sacred dignity of human life there is no personhood under law we don't have that in this country with divided hearts of america you'll learn what you need to be armed to fight what divides us and come to a place of real unity with empathy healing and real hope be part of the change and watch divided hearts of america go to salemnow.com to purchase Go to SalemNow.com to
11: purchase. Use promo code Tampa for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com. Promo
13: code Tampa. Joe Biden. Faith is what has gotten me through difficult times in my life. I lost my wife and daughter. When my son had stage 4 glioblastoma, it was a matter of months. Personally for me, faith, it's all about hope and purpose and strength. And for me, my religion is just an enormous sense of solace. I go to mass and I say the rosary. I find it to be incredibly comforting. Kierkegaard said, faith sees best in the dark. Think of all the people you know who are going through horrible things and they get up every morning and they put one foot in front of the other. I marvel at people who absorb hurt and just get back up and i'm absolutely thoroughly convinced and optimistic about the prospects of this country there is nothing there is nothing we can do i'm joe biden candidate for president and i approve this message paid for by
15: biden for president
13: But he brought me in oh, all his love for me. All oh, his love for me.
2: Who the sun sets free? Who oh, is free? Indeed. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am.
4: We're back, Bill Bunkley here. 8779439673 Can I ask you a question? What does it mean to be a kingdom voter? What does it mean to be a kingdom voter? I want to tell you that uh, Dr. Tony Evans and I haven't uh, reviewed Uh, session number eight. But he has been preaching at Oak Cliff uh, Church where he's a senior pastor. He's been preaching on kingdom values. He's preached on kingdom men. And he's had an extended series on kingdom voting. And I want to talk about One of those sessions, Dr. Evans talked about kingdom voting, God, and life. And I want to talk to you, especially if you have not voted. Now, also I'm talking to you if you are, I'm just going to be blunt, a real deal Christian. this is not going to make any sense to you if you are a cafeteria type of christian you know you go down the you go down the cafeteria line and imagine that every one of god's principles from genesis to revelation but many of those principles are laid out down that down that line that you will walk each dish representing a a Christian principle. And as you walk down that line, you say, oh, I, I, I would never take that. I'll take that. I won't take that. Never that. And the idea is you get the picture that you pick and choose the parts of the Bible that agrees with your current lifestyle. Unfortunately, If you don't buy into the whole thing, you're not a Christian. You're not an Orthodox Christian. Now, you certainly are able to have your personal opinion. You may feel like you're a Christian. And um, how can I argue that, that you feel like you're a Christian? All I can go by is, if it's in the Word, it's God's will. If it's not in the word, it's not God's will. And everything that we come across in life, we can go to the owner's manual. We are created in his image. There's an image here. Unlike dogs and cats and so many other things, we are image bearers of the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And his son who will come back as King, King Jesus. He's the Lord of our lives. So I want to talk about life. You know, when you go back to the founding fathers, you see it on sheriff's cars to serve and to protect. I think it's on the police cars too in many communities. To serve and to protect. And you know, That goes back all the way to our founding fathers. That's one of the basic tenets of the Constitutional Organization of the United States of America. And by the way, the founding fathers, and I don't believe anything's changed today, the founding fathers, their position was that God was in control, There are certain inalienable rights that God has bestowed. And that as they bring the government together, they believe that the government was to be used by God to protect his people. That's what firemen do. That's what EMS people do. That's what law enforcement does. And so in a broader net, the government is to protect Us. Let's boil it down. The government is supposed to be in the business of protecting life. Now, you are sacred if you are an Orthodox Christian because you are an image bearer, as I said a minute ago. God has his stamp, his image upon your life. and when we reflect back to the lord dr evans was sharing that this image of ours this human this image of the human race reminds god reminds god of his creation of what he created life in the womb is precious to god I don't know if one is an Orthodox Christian. I just don't know how anyone could be an Orthodox Christian and not be pro-life. I can't imagine anyone who is voting kingdom values. If you're an Orthodox Christian, I don't know how you could go into the voting booth and not take with you the hashtag vote the Bible or the hashtag vote biblical values. Hashtag vote biblical principles. I don't know how you could do that. Now you've heard a lot of verses, and there's plenty of them, that talks about and gives an eyewitness account by God on various people that he created that he actually saw in the womb. And, yes, said it was good. But here's a verse that I want to challenge you on if you are considering what I'm saying. God believes that the unborn in the womb, that they are unborn children. They're not disconnected fetuses. That's a sanitized term that ends up being very unsanitized, to sort of take the responsibility away. No, no, no. It's an unborn baby. I didn't say that. God said it. Well, you might say, oh, come on, bunk. Where, where, Where does that say that? Well, let me give you a fresh verse. How many of you know the Christmas story? Veteran Christians, you have been going to church presentations at Christmas, productions, pageants. And do you remember when Joseph was informed that the woman Mary he was betrothed to? Do you remember when he got the news that at at that moment, was certainly not exciting news to him but the angel the angel came to him and said Joseph Mary is with what child go look it up the angel told joseph that mary was with child it's not an it Think about that. Think how, well, you know, we got to get rid of it. I don't know how I'm going to raise it. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Well, let me just tell you it's not an it, it's a child. And the angel has made it very clear in that communication to Joseph that what we're talking about is a child. Now, I know when difficult circumstances arrive, I know this is not easy. And if you want to shoot the messenger, you can shoot me. I'm just bringing you the interpretation of the Word of God. It's a child. That means it's not an end. And Dr. Evans said, quote, if it's okay to abort a child, then it's also okay to attack God. Because children have a very special place in God's heart and a very special purpose in the area of procreation. Many wouldn't think about the fact that abortion is... Okay, then it's okay to attack God. Now this is difficult. I understand it's difficult, and Doctor Doctor Evans would make the case that oftentimes you'll hear, "Well, it's it's my body," and you can go and you can uh, research Doctor. Dr. Evan Sermon, he said, you know, he makes the case that our body is not our own to do as we please. And he gave the example, what happens if your body goes out and is driving drunk? You will be stopped. You will be prohibited from driving further. Now, people, people they can But, you know, the idea is to follow God's purpose and to follow God's ways if you're going to self-identify as a Christian. Think about this. Look what's happening in America. America has removed God in so many areas, removed him from prayer, remove Bibles from school, prayer. What happens when God is removed in certain areas? And now he's been removed from very, very significant areas of American life. It results in in, in chaos. Look how chaotic the world gets when God is removed. And I want to know that Everyone is loved by God. And a lot of times it's a mess. These situations, the circumstances of the pregnancy, of the unwanted pregnancy, it's a mess. But you know what? God can take a mess and turn it into a miracle. God can take a mess and turn it into a miracle. And by the way, that's what Heartbeat International is all about. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back. The shelter and affection that she never found.
15: Here's a better route to consider. The facilities management, HVAC, or electronics training program available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start, SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or salemcareerhub.com.
16: My name is Namritha Singh Gujral. I am a filmmaker and an immigrant. My film, America's Forgotten, uncovers the unintended consequences of a broken immigration system.
6: The seven-year-old girl died in the desert. This child came from the country of India.
16: I'm living in the channel. I can go to the police. I never expected this journey would lead me to a truth that I never intended to find.
17: A great pillar of the community was killed by a man who had been deported at least twice. The public would be outraged if they knew the truth.
16: I found how much Americans are being lied to regarding our immigration policies at the border. My friends, my industry, even my family, all rallied against the final message of this film. All credits had to be hidden for fear of retribution if you care about the future of america before you vote you should watch america's forgotten go to salemnow.com to buy today
11: use promo code tampa for 20 percent off
22: writing a christian book you're doing an amazing thing getting it all down on paper but once you've got the manuscript then what well you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher or you can cut right to the chase make your book real with zulon press Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station.
1: Now more than ever before, a radical agenda by the far left is destroying the bedrock of this great nation. We must protect conservative ideals with our votes and in our homes. Watch America's Town Hall 2020, available for free on salemnow.com. Dennis Prager, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, Charlie Kirk, and Larry Elder discuss how we reclaim our country from a democracy that's under attack. America's Town Hall 2020. Visit salemnow.com to watch.
4: We're back, Bill Bunkley here, I and we're talking about the question, especially if you have not voted yet, are you a kingdom voter? Are you committed enough to Christ to vote the Bible? Are you a trusted follower of his that you will vote biblical principles? Well, that's the topic this afternoon, and we're talking about, quite frankly, life in the womb. We're talking about what the angel declared to Joseph, that Mary was with child. Mary was not with a it or that. Mary is with fetus. No, that's not quite how it came down. Let's just be real. As your watchman on the wall, you may not like the truth. Sometimes I don't like the truth, but doesn't matter what I think. It matters what God thinks. At least that's my point of view. And remember, no matter what the situation is, we're talking about Heartbeat International, and by the way, would you please call right now with that one-time gift of $150? We'll double it to give an opportunity for four hours of the option line 24-hour-a-day counseling Would you call right now, and please, I I need you to join our team here, 800-999-7408, tax deductible, one-time call, $150, it's going to provide for 180 women to have a lifeline thrown to them by our trained counselors. You can also go to letstalkfaith.com, click on Heartbeat International, please give, please give, we got some room, some miles to drive to get to our goal. Now, no matter what you're in, but particularly in an unwanted pregnancy, and there's always circumstances around an unwanted pregnancy, just remember that God is all-powerful. God can take a mess and make a miracle. You know, last night, 35,000 Christians came to the D.C. Mall last night to worship the Lord, to give it to him. And you know that's what being part of the body is all about. We've seen some massive rallies for the last 2 or 3 weeks on the mall. But remember that God can take a mess and make a miracle. And it starts with that option line. But I want to tell you here's my theme for the next few days for those of you who haven't voted. What God says about an issue That is my stand. I'm not asking you to take my stand, but I am asking you, if you are an Orthodox Christian, I am asking you to take God's stand. You know, one of the problems in America is we don't afford each other dignity. And I'm going to tell you that precious little baby in the womb We've gotten to be a society where as society we don't afford dignity to that unborn baby. And I hope something that you're teaching your children is we should never treat any other human being without dignity, born or unborn, even when they are in the latter final days and years of their life. It's dignity. And especially for a baby unborn in the womb, a baby that's born, you and I, those who are about to go home, respect and dignity, I can assure you, they go hand in hand before God to all others. Let me be clear. A kingdom voter votes for life. He votes for those who cannot vote to protect themselves. Remember Esther? Esther was asked to go before the king, and she was asked to cast her vote. Her vote was to stand with the Jewish people like we need to stand with God and his principles today. She did that for such a time as this. This is your time. If you haven't voted, and you're an Orthodox Christian, God has you right now here for such a time as this. Vote and leave the rest to God. Dr. Stanley says, obey and leave the rest of god i'll tell you just vote biblical values vote the bible vote god's principles leave the rest of god don't know how the election is going to come out but our personal accountability standing for the dignity of the unborn that's so important remember that jesus was born during infanticide a king tried to wipe out all the kids he knows how to be homeless he knows how to be persecuted, to be attacked by a mob. We'll vote the Bible. We'll vote biblical principles. I'm Bill Bunkley. Until tomorrow, pray about what I've just shared. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. God bless you and good night.